I did become a little bit of a slag. I became, I became a slag. Welcome back to Cocktails and Confessions for our Slag Special. Thanks for joining me, Josh. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, on the Slag Special, I would have to be here. Who else? Who else? Who else? And we might have a special guest later as well. Maybe. Another total slag. Absolute slag. Oh my God, imagine if it was Kat Slater. Oh, mate, that would be the best. I'm not, I have a 100% message to PR and ask her. (laughs) I bet you fucking have. Oh, Oh, I've asked everyone, I think, everyone who's basically been featured on Love of Funds, I think I've asked them all. (laughs) Uh, Our guest is calling. Okay. My biological mother. Hi, babe. Hi, babe. Hi. Hello. <laughs> you, you got two of us here. Yeah. I, I thought so. That's Josh, isn't it? Yeah, it's Josh, yeah. Hey. Hello. Hello, Mrs. How Moore. I'm so um, good. How are you? I'm really fucking good. I'm really good. I love to I'm hear it. I'm going to say it's quite, quite hectic. What, what have great. you been doing? <laughs> Slagging it around town? <laughs> you know what? Every I fucking feature. I'm doing something fucking mad. Like the last time I spoke to you, I was in a wedding dress, wasn't I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what were you doing in a wedding dress? So he just asked me to wear it and he had to do a role play that I was so gagging for sex that I broke away from my wedding <laughs> to have sex with him. So yeah, so I'm actually doing that. So you phoned me up. To, uh, well, you didn't phone me. You, so this is like. Um, I love you anyway, you know, but this is literally a, a, a slut gap I'm on before I go to the girls' room. You both, this um, is perfect. Can... It's the slags, it's the, what is the episode? The slag special. Yeah, yeah. slag special. I love the that you're on a special. slut gap. Yeah, me and Josh are utter slags, aren't we, Josh? Oh, total slags, babe. <laughs> Thank fuck. People are always like that when I say it. They're like, speak to your fucking self. <laughs> no, right. I feel like we're like the slaggiest people in England. Absolutely. We love it, don't we? I fucking love it. Bro. Well, we you're definitely the sluggiest people I could find for the episode, <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. We're professional slags. Yeah, professional slags. Mm. <laughs> I mean, people are out there doing it for free, so... Well, I might do that. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do that as well, yeah. <laughs> right, so what What are you on your slut gap from? What have you done before and what are you about to do after? So I've had a beautiful day. I'm in a lovely hotel, lots of bookings, but I've got there's a few of us girls in this hotel... Emily Balfour from Brighton, who's fucking mental. Sienna Day, who's from up north. And another girl who I've only just met, who's absolutely stunning. So we basically have been convincing guys. Well, we don't have to do much convincing. Book us all for one hour. And we worked out that we only have to work for 20 minutes each. We do. So fucking smart. Wait, so hold on. <laughs> Babe, the math ain't mathing. <laughs> 15 minutes so each. No, three girls. Three girls. Oh, no, no, okay. Three girls. <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah, if we get them to book four girls, that's even less work. Yeah, that's 15 minutes. Quite chaotic. So, yeah, yesterday was quite busy with three girls, but it's just been fucking fun. It's been a lot of fun. How do they last for an hour if there's, like, three of Um, you? Yesterday, yesterday was brilliant because... We hadn't seen each other, so we're all very excited. And um, Emily brings her multicoloured strap-ons with her. I've got strap-on, and Sienna's got strap-on as well. And so, yes, so this guy turns up, and he 
honestly, he's so fit, but he does look quite scared. And because we're in the city, um, he's a he's a banker, so you know they're all fucking loaded. Money's no option. No, but they've all got this kind of energy we haven't found, and they're like, I'm ready to take on fucking three women. Do you know what I mean? And it'll be the fucking death of me, but I'm going to fucking do this, and I'm going to be sweating and everything. Take on three women with so, three strap-ons. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. They're going to take you on. <laughs> and, and so at one point, like, it's right in the middle of everything, and Emily's got a strap on. She's sort of like, it's all a bit like, we're not sure what's going where and what have you. And then he picks Emily up. She's got her strap on on, and he's trying to fuck her with a strap on. And me and Jenna, we're down on knees, just looking up, going, how's this going to work? So we're trying to put his cock in her, moving the strap on. And we're just down there like, we're about to fucking laugh. Because like, we're thinking, this is just fucking chaos. <laughs> but it works out in the end. We did. We had a good book, and he was very happy. He, he was just done he thought he was gonna go football later but he didn't i don't think <laughs> wait so who, yeah, wait so she was fucking him with the strap on or he was fucking her with his he dip? picked i don't think his brain connected because emily had a strap on me and me and Sienna, our holes were available and then he picked up emily the girl with the strap on <laughs> and, and emily's like what's going on like what dick is going up me and me and Sienna are just on our knees looking up at this situation going right let's put his knob in her and this can work we can make this work and so yeah we did it did it worked in the end but we were just like looking at each other like here we are again another mad one <laughs> so did anyone use the strap on on him no he didn't he he chickened out i've got a guy later that's coming and he go he said to me he only wants to suck the cock he doesn't want to take it oh, okay he only wants to cock. suck the cock hmm. Yes, he only wants me. To suck, he only wants to suck my cock for half an hour. Sucking a strap on. Did did I get yeah. anything from that? I bet they do. I get. Mm. I I guess so. I get. I guess it's like dominate. It's dominant, isn't it? It's mm. like me just ramming my strap on dick down his throat. Yeah. Tr- going, <laughs> yeah. 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 I guess it's all about dominance, isn't it? I like wearing my strap on. I fucking. It's like but I it should makes you feel have powerful, Oh yeah, totally. I I love it. I've got two on me at the minute. I've got a really big one. I'm gonna wear the big one for him. <laughs> two on you, one for the front and one for the back, <laughs> strapped at the same time. Well, do you know what? I really need to get a small one. I need to buy a small one because a lot of the guys that I see, they've got ideas about their stations, you know, and like mm. eyes bigger than the belly because they don't. They they're not. They can't take yeah. it. So I, I saw one the other day. When I <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's yeah. just like it's, it's, it's. So I do have a small one, but it's. I've got to get even smaller ones. Yeah, you got to get a little micro dick for those straight guys. Yeah, but also, is, like, yeah. I've definitely done that before myself. Where I've been like, oh my god, yeah, come over, and then I've seen it in real life, and I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> we love each um, other. <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't do anal anymore. I, I sadly missed it. I kicked the ass out of it. So, oh, yeah, I remember I you just, telling me this. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's still broken. Oh, oh God. Oh, <laughs> Very sad. Rest in peace, butthole. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I say after every fucking guy. Rest in peace, butthole. I love that you can talk so openly about it, though. Because yeah, it does happen. Know, it is what it is, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Gone. Mm. Yeah. But I'm I might, you know, I'm sort of hopeful that I can, you know, as... Like we can get anything fixed and added on these days. I'm I'm hopeful that one day I might have a bit of a break in my diary and a bit of spare cash and go and get a new arsehole. Uh, yeah. Well, I don't know. Obviously, I don't know what's actually wrong with your arsehole, but there is a guy. 
<laughs> there is a guy who oh, I... please, give me his number. <laughs> <laughs> there is a guy who I used to work with on the Cocktails and Cock Talk website and his name yeah. is Dr. Evan Goldstein and he used to do... <laughs> uh, he's in New York and I think he does butthole... Reconstruction. Yeah, mm. butthole reconstruction. I, I, I need that. And it was 20 grand, I think, or something like that is what he used to charge, but... Um, I've seen Total him, reconstruction. I've seen him do loads of articles with other websites as well now, so I think he's doing, <clears throat> still doing that, I presume. <laughs> right, what are you doing I'm, later? I'm so I have got, after saying to you, I'm going to go off, go and do this booking, I've got this two hour, and then I've got a little break, and then I've got the butt fuck coming over, and then I've got another one later which is a uh, domination. So I'm going to be absolutely shattered. Wow, and I've got, got an early morning hard, one. Don't you? Fuck. I do, but do you know what? I don't do it very often. So when I come to London, mm, it's a bit of a... Make the most. A bit of a fucking... Yeah, and um, I get paid well, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's, it's hard to say no. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm enjoying it. It's good fun. And we're in a really nice hotel. Yeah, it's been really cool. When I saw exciting. that picture been... of you girls earlier, I was like, oh, my God. I was like, I want to be one. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You should come out with us. I do look we good in a, I do look good in a long blonde wig and some big nice fake lady. tits. I know you do. <laughs> I know I've seen you. I've seen you. Right, Rebecca, yeah. for our Slag Special, tell yeah. us one of your slaggiest stories. Slaggiest, slaggiest stories. <laughs> um, do, what vibe do I go down? Do I go down the disgusting vibe? Okay, so slaggy story. So, oh in I'd say, me, the girl that put me at the minute, we were reminiscing the other day how incredibly fucking slaggy we were. So, I'm 41 now. I'd say between 30, 35, I was probably at the height of my slagginess. And our, Emily lived in Brighton, and all we would do, her house was a bit like a, a fucking youth club. But not youth club, but no, that's a bit wrong. <laughs> An adult club for boys. <laughs> Of guys come round, leave their girlfriends for the weekend, and we would just fuck them all. And I remember one day we were just there, right? I said, Emily, I'm counting 13 men here, and me and you, like, we would just party. And, like, they would tell their girlfriends, oh, going out with the boys and stuff like that. Anyway, we share the same birthday in August, and this birthday, so we would always have this, we'd have a birthday week where I bought her. Um, a gangbang, and she bought me two younger guys, like um, younger than us. Like, it's not wrong. But when you say young, I can't fucking say anything these days. But basically, you know, they were a bit younger yeah, than us. Yeah, we know us. what you mean, They yeah. were fucking old enough. Anyway, we, but we were counting who fucks the most people. So we, had, we would have our birthday slagginess all week. Anyway, it would be on the same week as Pride. And anyway, we got these two guys to stay with us for a couple of days because they were just brilliant fun and we kept my car was this isn't the slaggy bit we've already done the slaggy bit but this is just a funny bit the slaggy bit <laughs> my car you know in Brighton you have to fucking keep putting a fucking ticket oh, on the fucking so car so we got these young guys who we were like they're our toys we we're like we're, we're gonna give you a blowy like a really good one if you put this leather horse head on and let's watch you across the road <laughs> go put a ticket on my car <laughs> And he did it. He oh, did it. But it was great. Him. So we basically would just be mental slags. It was quite exciting to fuck so many guys. In fact, I look back now, I'm exhausted looking at it. And we'd go, <laughs> I'd be, like, I'm, I honestly, I'm just like, 
sat down, actually tired thinking about those years. And we went to Ibiza and that was pretty exhausting as well. We would go and do this like mating call on our balcony where we'd get off with each other and the guys would literally count up the balcony and across and they would come and knock on our door. And we went, you know where, um, what is it? Hard Rock Hotel or something. We went over there and um, we were fucking these guys and we went back to go and get our makeup. And on the way back, we met some Italians in the lift and they were like, one of them, no, one Italian. He goes, let me go and get my maid. So by the time that we got our makeup to go back to the other guys, the Italian had turned up and the guys were back in our room. They were like, what the fuck? And like, we obviously got called slags because we in that moment in time, in that tiny little split second, we managed to hook up again. So I beef was a lot of fun and it's exhausting. It's fucking exhausting. Being, being a total slag is very exhausting, to be honest. I know you feel I'm, <laughs> we were just talking about our moments i don't think mine compares really to either of yours i think you're both way up there but i find it i find it so aspirational aspirational you'll get there one day darling don't worry yeah i feel like i will maybe like when i'm i'm like a bit less famous do you know what i mean (laughs) (laughs) delusional levels of bag of chips (laughs) (laughs) oh my god babe i'm so happy that you came on and spoke to us Oh, it's a, it's absolute pleasure. Next time, like I'll try and because I did say to you, I was like, I don't think I can remember anything. My brains are literally like they're suffering today because I've been shagging so much. Today, oh. so, it's a very lucrative, slaggy day. I'm going to dash off now to hotel room, go and strip off, put a little. Jenna's wearing pink. I'm wearing red. Those are requests. Mm, just, cool. just got to go and put a little um, wedding dress on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just then slip into a little wedding dress. I love the red. I love the. I love the mental request. though. I do love a wedding dress. It's just so ridiculous. A funeral gown <laughs> to mourn your arsehole. <laughs> oh, that. W- yeah, that. <laughs> I use that, don't I? I fucking need that. That's more like it. I did actually do a funeral shoot with Sam Morris. Wasn't porn. Oh yes, I fucking saw that. That was so fucking cool. That, that was so classy. So classy. <laughs> um, but me and you, I want to chat to you soon as well. You know. Yeah, babe. Listen, call, call me tomorrow. I'm about all day. Because I want to get some of my better flaggy stories down. I want to actually open my brain and think about past. <laughs> <laughs> we've we've got a book coming. Yes. Well, you know, there's quite a lot. <clears throat> a lot. I've, I've actually started writing some stuff. So. Yeah, it'd be great to catch up with you. Yeah. And pick your brain a little bit, babe. Definitely. So can we say that? That is that in your plans for the year? Uh, not this year, not at all. That's too much pressure. Fuck that. I'm too busy to get it out in a year. <laughs> I've got a five-year plan. Fucking <laughs> year. Okay. Oh my goodness. But that's that's obviously um part of what you want to do. Can people expect you back on Instagram properly? Because I know a lot of people are missing you. Um, so I've opened up Mistress Moore one six six six. So I'm back, and also I've got my Moore Manor one. I was I'm sort of flouncing about what I want to do though, you mm. know, because I'm doing a bit more Mistress Moore and and stuff. So I just find Instagram bunch of pricks it's basically. so toxic, isn't it? Yeah, tossers. Like I just think you don't deserve me, but. 
fuck it, I have to, you know, everybody's on there, aren't they? But it's kind of like, you don't want to put your heart and soul into it and then be taken off again. Get lost so, again, yeah. They're so anti-everything, aren't they? Mm. Anti-gay, anti-sexual. Yeah, like... very much over on Twitter. You are as well, Josh, aren't oh, you? Oh, yeah, all over Twitter, like herpes. Twitter's great, <laughs> isn't it? We can express ourselves. Yes, I get it. my broken arsehole out. I know, I love just being out. I love just being out to just wake up in the morning and just take some fierce nudes and know that I'm just yeah. going to go over to Twitter and just, you know, plaster Not get banned. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I know. Do you I know, know what? So I've actually had this yeah. fire nude sitting in my sitting in my camera roll and I feel like I might just post What's it, what's it doing in your camera Maybe roll? Maybe I should out, just post it on Twitter right now. Yeah, absolutely. Rebecca, yeah, I'm literally it. posting it on Twitter while you're on the thing. Tagger. And then everyone's going to be like rushing to Twitter. It'll be like a week later and I'll have like... Deleted it. Yeah, 100% I've deleted it. (laughs) Okay, it's posted. (laughs) It's not even even that risque, I'll be honest. It's it's kind of like an an artful nude. Oh, an artful nude. Like uh, an implied nude, is it? No. I'll tag you in the comment. Oh, so good to speak to Rebecca. Yes. So good to speak to Rebecca. So good to, I haven't spoke to my mother in quite a while, to be fair. Um, You know, the queen of slags. Do you know um, this, I'll tell you really briefly, but do you know this story about how I actually ended up coming on the podcast, first of all? No, I don't know the story. So she, I used to watch like fake taxi sometimes and like wank to it. Yeah. And then (laughs) I never, obviously never really knew who she was. To me, she was always just this, Gobby Cabby. Mm. Um, Gobby Cabby. Oh, she was the Cabby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mate, that's brilliant. Yeah, have you never watched it? She I've was always watched. the Cabby. She was I, always the Cabby. I yeah. love that she wasn't the bird in the back, but she was actually the Cabby. She was always the Cabby, yeah. In the straight <laughs> ones, I think brilliant. it's always the woman as the Cabby. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, me and my straight mate used to talk about like fake taxi. We had this like running joke because she was straight and I was gay, but it was the one porn that we both knew. Yeah. And then literally about five, six months later, the Cock Destroyers come out and then they were this whole big thing. And I was like, when, when she was like, get your fucking cock out. I was like, oh my God, that's, that's her. Yeah. I was like, the, the taxi lady is, is the Cock Destroyer. <laughs> <laughs> the taxi lady is the Cock Destroyer. Yeah, yeah. And from that moment, my mind was blown and I was like, I have to get her on the show. Yeah, I love um, that. So yeah, absolutely fab talking to Rebecca there. I fucking love that. Oh my God. Let's just start, go balls deep, straight off the bat. Always. What is the slaggiest thing you've ever done? Oh, slaggiest thing I've ever done. I mean, there's a a multitude of sins in the box. Um, One I was thinking about the other day, I was trying to write it on your, um, you know, confessions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. um, But like, I couldn't write the full story. So I had to like really shorten it. But anyway, so I was like, horny as fuck, you know, waiting in my house. And I just got on Grindr and I was like, right. So I messaged all these guys and I kind of like forgot that I messaged this guy. And one was like, I'm coming around. I was like, oh, absolutely. So I started fucking. And then I hear the door go and I'm like, oh, fuck, who's, who the fuck's that? Wait, was this the one that you put on our confessions yes, today? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I was going <laughs> to ask you about that later, but yeah. Um, and, and basically, uh, I went to the door and it was this other guy. And I was like, but wait, how did you forget that you'd already 
the guys looked the same and I thought that they were the same person. Right. So they looked very similar and they're like in my neighborhood. And I genuinely for a while thought that they were the same person. Okay. But it was a different person. Anyway, so he turns up and I'm like, oh fuck, this guy, other guy's in my bedroom. So I say to this guy, I just go, oh, my flatmate's upstairs even though like there was no one in, but I went into my flatmate's room, which is like in the hallway, basically, um, like as soon as you come in. And this guy fucked me and I was like, we need to make it quick because like my flatmate's like upstairs, whatever. So yeah, he like fucking came in my ass. And then I was like, see you later, bye. And then basically I told the other guy in my bed that it was the food delivery, like, you know, like groceries being delivered. Yeah, and they yeah, had to like unpack that. them and stuff. <laughs> and he was like waiting there. I mean, I guess it literally was in like 10 minutes. Like it, it took 10 minutes. With, and I was like, that was really hot and exciting. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so hold on. Do you, because you obviously, I hope you don't mind me saying, you obviously make quite a good living off OnlyFans. Yeah. Do you choose to have a flatmate? Yeah, because, um, well, she doesn't live with me anymore, but she's my best friend for like, been my best friend for about eight years. Sure. So I kind of chose to move to London, like with her. And so I've had her as a flatmate for two and a half years, ever since I moved to London now. But like, she's got a boyfriend now, so she's moved out. Oh, okay. Starting a new life. Does she pay rent or do you pay for her? She did pay rent, but like a discounted rate. Right, sure. Yeah, mm. yeah. and I'm just like curious. I don't know why, but yeah. <laughs> okay, so the other guy didn't know that you actually had somebody else's coming no. your ass. Yeah. <laughs> 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 to be honest, like most gays probably would have loved it, but like I didn't want to be like, oh yeah, I'm full did of babies. <laughs> oh God, no. We were literally talking about that on the last episode about icks. <clears throat> icks. Is and that one of your icks? It's not massively one of mine somebody said that cummies was one of theirs <laughs> and that babies is one of theirs cummies i couldn't deal with babies okay. is okay they were calling it cummies so, well, or somebody that they were with was calling it cummies and that was oh, their okay ick. i mean that would be my ick too if someone was calling it cummies yeah because i'm sorry that's disgusting yeah that's gross <laughs> what else uh, what else i mean i've been in a lot of really slaggy situations to be honest and do you know what even more so recently well i actually meant what else gives you the it oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay insecurity do you know yeah. what I mean? if someone's really insecure and they're like oh i feel so ugly and i feel so awful i like, know what you constantly. mean constantly i'm not talking about like people who are just occasionally insecure i'm talking there are a lot of gays that are like constantly like so insecure no listen that's totally a turn off mm. as well but i wouldn't call that an ick and this is what me and mark were debating like an ick i would say is something like trivial okay that you just see and you're like oh no i can't yeah and it's something <laughs> small like we had one guy that sent in and he said it was something about he was dating <laughs> He was dating a guy and then he found out that he sang in a gay man's choir. And I was just like, no, <laughs> no, <Nah>. sorry. <laughs> oh, um, I mean, I would have to say just, oh, I don't know, something trivial. A really small penis. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of, yeah, I'd, I mean, look, you know, it is what it is. And it's like something you physically can't change and it's really bad. But if someone pulls out a, like a fucking two, three inch out, it literally like, I'm like, bleh, bleh. Like retching. Well, it's kind of childlike, I guess. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay, so that was a good slaggy situation. Mm, yeah. I feel like if you ask people what the slaggiest thing they've done is, it's gonna be similar to yeah. that. Mm. Like it's always gonna be like sleeping with more than one person, like just in a row. Yeah. But would you not have brought the guy that comes second? Would you not have brought him in and then took him downstairs? Mm. 
No, I didn't. I don't know what I was thinking, but like, I didn't want to. I always feel like I don't want to ask people to like meet other people that they don't know. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, because then it could put people both off. And also, I feel like I've been in situations where like, oh, can this guy come? Like, he's here. And I would feel so awkward that I would, w- wouldn't want to say no and I wouldn't want to put anyone in that position. Do you know what I mean? That's totally fair enough. Mm. Yeah, for sure. It's very last minute, isn't it? Like, yeah. <laughs> they're at the door right now. I know you've already fucking pounded me for a couple <laughs> of minutes, but there's this guy at the door now. Can he pound me as well? Yeah, it's a lot, isn't it? Yeah. You can share our cummies. Oh. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I, I don't know if this is the slaggiest thing I've done, but it's definitely one of the ones where at the time I was thinking, yeah, you're quite slaggy for doing this. And it's not that dissimilar from your situation. I was in kind of, it was kind of like a group situation. I think there was like four of us. And then one of the people that was in the situation with us knew that I'd hooked up with a friend of his. So he had said, oh, okay, let's just maybe keep this between us. Which, you know, I didn't owe that other guy anything, but it was more just out of like, I say out of respect. If I was that respectful, (laughs) I wouldn't have done it. But it was more out of respect to just like keep it between us. And then... Afterwards, I had to go, like, I was round Darren's house, who also does the podcast sometimes. He lived in the area. And I was like, I need to go and have a debrief and just really talk about this foursome that I just had. And then I got to Darren's and the other guy messaged me, the one who is the friend, obviously. And he lived nearby and I was like, yeah, fuck it, I'm going to (laughs) go. There was maybe like a three hour gap in between, but still I felt pretty slaggy. I love that journey for you. I mean, it sounds like a lot of things that I do, to be fair. Yeah, I mean, sometimes I look back on it and I'm like, yeah, iconic, iconic behaviour. in my life, um, I, I mean, yeah, I've been in plenty of awfully slaggy situations um, on the way here in Liverpool Street Station. Uh, I'm joking. (laughs) I was like, wait, you drive, that's ambitious. (laughs) No, um, to be fair, I've been in some really slaggy yeah in liverpool street station actually uh someone messaged me on only fans and they were like oh um we love to like i'd love to see you like cruising in the in the bathrooms of liverpool street station and i was like people do that i was like people cruise there and he was like yeah like loads of people like just all at the urinals just wanking and i was like what i was like, i have to see this for myself um so i, I immediately got on the tube and i was like <laughs> <laughs> to see the wizard um yeah and i got there and it was exactly how he described it was like there were, the urinals were like full and there was like two spaces and i sat, and i turned around and every single guy in there was just jerking off and i was like what the fuck is no this? way yeah so anyway um two hours later and about like 20 men had come all over my face <laughs> and i was like oh this is uh that was fun <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what's slaggier, that or the first thing. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Well, look, there's an insider tip for people because I didn't know that about Liverpool Street Station either. Yeah, apparently there's quite a lot of stations. Um, what time of day was this? This was like at five o'clock. So I feel like people were coming out of work, work and stuff. That's probably why it was so busy. Yeah. But no, uh, yeah, I've heard that there's a lot of like other stations as well that are like that. What was that one? I remember walking into it and I just had no idea that it was a cruising toilet mm. the one on um carnaby street oh my god carnaby street is like the most prolific yeah is it yeah. i had I had no idea and i walked straight into the middle of it yeah it's crazy because um like you see i've i've seen the fear in straight men's eyes where they realize and it's like 
you know, the straight man trots down. And he's like, oh, just going to the bathroom. And then he's like, oh, this is busy. And then he's just like stood next to all these people. And they're all like this, like dipping Trying over. to catch a look. Yeah. And, yeah. and then like, I can imagine the horror of just realizing everyone in there is just beating their meat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Do you feel sorry for them? No. No. <laughs> feel sorry for straight men. <laughs> Absolutely. In this economy. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Love that. When was your last date? Mm. Um, at the weekend, actually. <clears throat> How did it go? Yeah, yeah, it went really well. I'm like de- dating this guy. Um, yeah, just, what 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 date number was it? That was date number four. Oh, okay. Yeah, and it was like a weekend getaway kind of date. Cute, cute. Yeah, it was really, really lovely. We, um, uh, I won't tell you his name. But we had like, it was amazing. We we went to this little cottage and it had like a wood fire hot tub outside, which like overlooked a vineyard. And it was just really like cute. It was really Yeah, nice. it sounds and really cute. The fucking sex we had in this tiny little like wood fire hot tub was just insane. Like looking over this vineyard sunset, he's banging me over this hot tub. And, but it actually gets to the point where I'm like getting railed in this hot tub and, and, with a wood fire hot tub, you start the fire, it heats it, but then it just obviously continues to heat it until it like the fire goes out or the the hot tub gets really hot or whatever. Wait, so where is the fire? So the fire is like on the side in this on a stove, and then the stove has a pipe that goes into the hot tub and back into the hot tub, like it's so it circulates. So this pipe comes out of the hot tub, goes into the top of the the fire like in this obviously thing and then comes around back round and pushes out. Do you know what I mean? I feel like you're talking in algebra. <laughs> but anyway, the fire heats this hot tub and it doesn't stop heating the hot tub until it goes out, obviously. So I'm getting railed in this fucking hot and tub. And you're burning. And I, I'm like, I, I feel like it's getting really hot in here. And I'm just like, continue going because he's like slamming away. And I'm just like, Mm, no, I feel like it might be too hot in here. And I'm like, I'm actually being boiled alive <laughs> right now. <laughs> oh my God. Like Sebastian. Yeah. yeah. And when I came, I feel like it like solidified like an egg. Do you know what I mean? Like you oh. like, <laughs> someone cracked an egg in there. Just like. <laughs> <laughs> see, I was thinking more like lava, but yeah, I see what you mean. It would literally be like, a, like yeah. an egg. Yeah, sure. That makes more sense. Yeah, scrambled egg. Um, okay. How did you guys meet? We met at Feel It. Jodie Harsh's new part, party, which uh-huh. was really nice. Um, not so new anymore, but yeah. Not so new, yeah. Um, so we met and I kind of didn't remember who he was because he messaged me the next day and one of my friends introduced us and I was just obviously too drunk. Um, but he messaged the next day, like, nice to finally meet you, blah, 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 blah. I was like, and then he realised that I have two chihuahuas and he has a chihuahua. Um, so we like really bonded over that and we were like, oh, they have to meet. So we went for like a, a coffee dog walk date in the park, which was really cute. And then we went on a real date. We went for dinner and we had like fucking 200 margaritas and just got absolutely hammered. I feel like that's what most people do. Like if they get on on a first date, just get hammered. Do you know what I mean? Like have a really good time. Well, if you're out for drinks and stuff and then the conversations flow in, then you kind of can't help it, can you? Because it just goes that way. Yeah. Mm. But um, yeah, we got really drunk and then we went back to mine. And we didn't actually do anything or have sex until the third date, I think, which is kind of nice. But um, yeah, and then ever since then, we've just been spending a lot of time together. It's been really nice. So there was just a few more things I wanted to ask you. Obviously, super happy to hear about you dating somebody. Do you think you guys will be like monogamous or do you think you'll be in an open relationship? <clears throat> um, I mean, it will have to be 
some sort of open because oh, of my work, of OnlyFans, obviously, yeah. yeah. So I work with a lot of different people on OnlyFans all the time. So it will have to be, I mean, I'm not going to, one thing I won't sacrifice is anything to do with my work for a guy ever. Um, so yeah, we've already discussed it and he apparently is happy. Um, and I feel like we're going to be monogamous within the relationship, but not for my work. Do you know what I mean? Sure. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair like, enough. I feel like I'd like that as well, you know? Yeah, definitely. Well, I guess it gives you still some sort of yeah. modern exclusivity. Exactly. Let's say that. Yes. Yeah. Because <laughs> every fucking Tom, Dick and Harry and his dog is on OnlyFans these days. Does he live in zone one to two? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Did you remember that from last time? I just remembered from when you replied to my story. Oh, yeah. I yeah. was like... <laughs> What did I say? I was like, oh. only date somebody in zone one to two. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, well, that's a bit restrictive. But also, with the guy you were replying to, who I'd been messaging, he was from Essex. Yes. He didn't live in Essex. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, I live in zone one. Yeah. And it's not like I would say, oh, I wouldn't date somebody in zone three, but just, I mean, as a grinder, really, you only ever meet people... I would never go in your zone. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Like if they're like, oh yeah, it's going to be 25 minute commute to go fuck. I'm like, oh no, thank you. Well, I'm like, if you're coming to me, then yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Travel, yeah. travel as far as you like. <laughs> like I have extra. I don't have the really muggy one, which is like 200 pounds a year or whatever. Unlimited. Yeah, yeah. Do you have unlimited? Unlimited what? Grinder. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I do, yeah. Yeah. I know it's really sad as well. No, but you use it for work. Yeah, I guess so. So, yeah. you know, you just take that straight out of your business account. Yeah. <laughs> See you later. I would struggle to do that, I think. But when it's when it's even with the middle the middle one, whatever extra the one that I have, yeah. it only goes up to a certain point. I live three stops from Dalston, four stops from Dalston, and they people in Dalston don't even come up on mine. I have to search in Dalston. Wow, there's a lot of fags around. You know, in Dalston there are. Yeah, you know they say you're never more than three feet away from a fag, or is that a rat? <laughs> is, that is, is that, that different? Is that different? No, yeah, <laughs> same thing. <laughs> uh. So I wanted to ask you one thing, which was that obviously you do porn, and I know I'm, I understand now that it's mostly kind of OnlyFans porn, mm -hmm. but. Is there a difference? Say like you have sex with somebody who's quote unquote a real person, mm -hmm. as in they don't make porn and it's not for your OnlyFans. Is there a difference to you between porn sex and real sex or is it kind of the same? Mm, yeah, I guess there's quite a distinct difference sometimes. So I, I've had a cameraman for my OnlyFans. Like, um, he shoots all my OnlyFans. So I feel like if, since I've had a cameraman, there's less difference because when you're like, when I was doing OnlyFans first, you just set up a couple of tripods and you're like, you have to like adjust the angle or like, do you know what I mean? You're, you have to worry about like what's being seen in the camera and you're always looking to see like what you look like or what position you're in and stuff. So sure. you can be seen. But with a cameraman, it's so easy because I can just, I don't have to worry about it. It's his worry about getting all the good stuff. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I can just focus purely on having sex. Okay, so take take out the cameraman. Yep. 
Um, so yeah, I, it is definitely different because obviously you know it's on film. And as much as like mm. the the scene is hot and the person is hot, because obviously I work with a lot of hot guys, like you don't have a connection with everyone, and mm. it's it's kind of like you have a real, really good, solid, like sexy connection. I do anyway, probably only about like forty percent of the time, maybe. Because obviously I sense. I pick people that I'm attracted to at first, or but also I strategically pick some people because they're like a, li a little twink, or they have a oh. big following, or like yeah. or they're a huge daddy, like because part of what I want the scene to be, or what what my fans are asking for, the vision, yeah, fit the <laughs> vision, you know. Um, but then yeah, so I guess yeah, it, but it's still always different, um, and there's only a proper strong connection, yeah, around forty percent of the time. Um, but then when I have sex privately, it's because I actually really want to, you know? Yeah, or yeah, definitely. Or I'm really horny or, and there's no, there's never any like, oh God, I can't be asked with this today, but I'm right. still having to do it. Okay, um, yeah. Because, you know, just like any other job, there's days where you just, oh, I can't be bothered. Can't be bothered. Um, so yeah, th there's that. But um, yeah, so there's That's quite... really interesting. And do you feel behavior wise, obviously I know you said because of the cameras and stuff, but do you feel the interactions can be different as well? I mean, to be fair, I try to kind of bring myself into my videos a lot because I want people to know who I am sexually mm. and just as a person. Um, so I feel like I don't feel like I'm super different. But yeah, and sometimes also when I'm doing personal stuff, I, I feel myself like acting. That's what I was. That's kind of what yeah, I mean. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I'm like, oh, God, I need to stop like being like, oh, yeah, fuck yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like I can just be But me. do you have to do that for porn? Like, do they encourage you to do that? I, yeah, they do. Like when, when you do mainstream kind of studio porn, they very much encourage you to be very verbal. Um, okay. Because they what? They want the audience to know that you're enjoying it? Well, or? yeah. And I feel like uh, most people enjoy people being verbal in sex I feel like if they don't hear the verbal they feel like it's not good do you know what I mean like I feel like that the, the, the porn companies think that if you don't moan and stuff like it's, yeah yeah you're not having a good time so they all just encourage you they're like yeah can you like be a bit more you know yeah but it's a little bit um I was gonna say monk like but it's not monks it's like um <laughs> Amish yeah yes, it's like yes. Amish sex where it's just like yeah you, you, hear like, nothing, you can just, just hear the springs, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, they don't sound like that in Mormon boys, babe. Oh, oh fucking Mormon boys, so hot. I love that. Yeah, we had him on the show as well. Oh, really? Yeah. Yes. The guy who runs that, yeah. Oh, no, he's the guy who runs that. I just saw him on Twitter actually. Um, he's kind of hot. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like, if you're fucking him, not having a conversation with him, for sure. Um, but yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Let me just burn all these fucking bridges before we go, yeah? <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> Fuck everyone. We've got a couple guests on next week, and they've already told me how they want to vent about certain communities. Yes. Certain cliques within, oh. the, within the community. Oh, great. Here we go. They're going to target the Clapham gays again. <laughs> no. no. You know it's... what people call us online? What? They call us the mean gays of Clapham. Um. <laughs> You're like, mm, yeah, fair. <laughs> this is not very imaginative, is it? No, it isn't very imaginative. It's, it's just like, and you know what they post? So basically, like we go, like me and my group of friends, we like play rugby for the Clapham Feelers. It's like a LGBT like rugby team. Um, and we're like a safe space for people to come and enjoy like, you know, some sport without actually like going out and drinking or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Like having like a hobby somewhere to socialize and kind of meet new people. And there's people complaining about it online. Like 
you know what I mean? They're, they're what like, are they complaining about? They were like, you can't, bl- you can't even play rugby and stuff like that. And it's not even about that. Like, we don't exactly take ourselves seriously. They're like, you can't even play fucking rugby. You don't even play anything. You just take photos and shit. And I'm just like... You do take a lot of photos. I do take though, a lot of photos. Yeah. But I take a lot of photos in life in general. So yeah, sure. Like, yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, no shame in that. I'm, But like, people just love to fucking slag anything off, don't they? Any Anytime anyone's got a bit of joy or having a bit of fun, I mean, love to bring you down. Listen, I used to cuss people who, not necessarily cuss, but I always used to make fun of like gays that would dance. Yeah, yeah. Not necessarily because I was hating, but I'd just be like, hashtag ick yeah. for me. Yeah. And then I dated this guy and he was like, oh yeah, I do a dance class. And I was like, oh my God, like, I think we're going to have a problem. And then he was like, yeah, no, I know, I know it's a bit cringe. He's like, but... I enjoy it, so I'm just going to do it. And I, I really admired the fact that he just was going out there, mm. knowing that it was cringe, but just doing it because he enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. So that I admire, but if you're doing it without any sort of self-awareness... Yeah, yeah. Whereas you seem like you're very self-aware about it. You're yeah, like, yeah, yeah, we're not doing it to be good at rugby. We're doing it as a hobby, so yeah. 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 We're, not like, we're not like serious competitors or whatever. We just do it to have a fucking laugh. To be honest, like that's actually... Rugby is what really... Um, joining that team really, like, like improve my mental health like yeah I, yeah by, sure. I, I would say about like 60 percent. like i've never been like as happy and feel as like you know good in my life as i do after i started rugby because you know we play like two three times a week it's such a community and you feel like wanted and needed you know what i mean and for me someone who does only fans and stuff it can be quite isolating yeah and, sure. like a bit because you're not you're never going into the office or uh socializing with people all day like which normal people have to no, do but that's like me too yeah mm. you get you like normal people they get on the commute they see people they go to the office they see people or their mm. work or whatever they see people they interact with people all day and then they come home on the tube they're all always around people but like my job you know, I, I'll film for one hour in the day and then like the rest of the day is just that, you know, there's yeah. no routine or anything. So for me, it was something that really kind of, um, yeah, gave me a, a bit of a purpose, you know? Yeah, oh, that's mm. cute. A lot of hobbies do that. So yeah. I can totally see that mm. for rugby too. Let's move on to our topic of the week. So I, I guess the ethos of the article was the the general theme was who has it more difficult tops or bottoms okay yeah you sound like you're ready to sound off already <laughs> <laughs> i'm like um tops shouldn't have rights uh, <laughs> 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 uh, but no i i think that, to be honest i don't think total tops should have any rights whatsoever um i just think like you could, uh, listen you get one job to have your dick card and if you can't do that you should then fuck off do you know what I mean and I feel like the tops are like oh yeah but you have to have stamina and you have to get your dick hard all the time I'm sorry but why isn't your dick hard do you know what I mean yeah yeah surely if you're like attracted to this person you're having sex why isn't your fucking dick hard like you had one job honey yeah definitely one job and the bottom had you know had a big job before you got maybe preparing for an hour for you to come in two minutes do you know what I mean yeah, definitely. But then the people who are saying, so for example, I've definitely been in a situation before where I've been with a guy, we've like we've met when we were out, we've not discussed who is what role or anything, mm. gone back to his, and 
I've quite liked this guy, even within the space of like the two, three hours that we've been out, gone back to his. And then when I like someone, I feel pressured. Yeah. And then when there's pressure there, that makes it harder to sustain an erection. Yeah. Whereas if you were going to be the bottom, then it would be easier for me to just lay back and put my legs up. I guess, yeah. I actually, when you say it like that, it's kind of like uh, equally then no i don't think it's equal i think i feel like bottoms do have a bit more of a job yeah definitely for sure i mean the clean out and for some people it's not so easy to clean out you know i've been in that position it wasn't because i had difficulty like body wise it was just because i was doing it wrong for so many years mm. um and what what were you doing wrong about it? well you overdo shim yeah sure so basically like i've learned and you know what i've only learned in the past two years because i used to just overdo and I, i've never been a messy bottom so i will do and douche and douche for hours and hours and hours days and days until i'm fucking clean yeah um but you know i was well over douching and that's why it was taking so long for me and um and then i thought why am i fucking doing this and then i just realized i thought well maybe if i put like a little bit less in because i was going up into my second hole but i didn't realize for right. so, okay, yeah. so long so once i learned how to just do the first one honey i'm ready in like literally five minutes now yeah so what can people do to make the difference between overdouching and douching just the right amount do you mm, think i it's i guess it's different for everyone because mm. i mean people's first and second holes maybe are like bigger or small i don't know whatever basically i usually like put the shower hose on like probably quite low but not like too low still got a bit of like square in it um and then i usually just count to like five like one two three four five and then i you know keep doing that well it's very easy to over douche if you're using a shower head yeah because that's people the thing too powerfully that's why like i was used i i just put it on quiet and quiet also the five second thing that you've just said people don't realize that it should be five seconds and then stop yes five seconds stop go you know would you never use a bulb um when I'm on the go, you know, girl on the go, yeah, I have it in my little trench coat, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I do use bulb sometimes. But people like so, I made a I made a TikTok maybe a couple of years ago, whatever something. Um, it was just a quick little sketch thing, and it was about the caption was something about cleaning your ass, and I was in the bath, mm. and then all of these people were commenting, being like, "Why are you in the bath? Why are you in the bath? Because I'm using the shower. What do you think?" Yeah. Oh, so they were thinking, well, they usually use a bulb and just like... And sit on the toilet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I always use the shower, to be fair. I just feel like it's much more efficient. Bowl, like filling up a bulb and then... I know, know yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's, unless I'm on the go, I'll just use the shower. Sure. And because I, I feel like you have to find your own rhythm when it comes to things like that. There's no like one answer. You can't just say, oh, well, this is the key to being a good bottom. But also, yeah, fibre supplements are a great thing as well. I actually yeah, have, totally. I yeah. actually have my own brand of fibre supplements. Oh, little plus there what they're called but flawless for men flawless for men there yes. you go do they work yeah yeah let's no let's be real do that no no yeah. fiber supplements are just standard like they all just do the same job like, oh not according to danny really danny would have something to say about that oh no no they are all just the same shit basically <laughs> well danny is super passionate about it so why don't you send her some and i'm maybe she'll promote it oh i absolutely will or she'll at least correct oh no herself. i was gonna send danny some but i forgot fuck there you go there's your reminder yeah mm-hmm. Um, one thing I would say, I don't know why we're really on this topic, but one thing I would say is that that I learned from doing it is that you can overdouche. And they say that really what is a fair amount if you're using a bulb, mm. they say like five to six squirts. Mm-hmm. So when you start going over that, the way I find it best is like for the first like kind of three at least mm. is to squeeze it as all the way that you can. Yeah. 
so that you're getting loads of water up there because mm. sometimes I'd be squeezing it and then like, hardly anything would be coming out and I wasn't putting enough water up there. Yeah. So yeah, that's a little pro tip from me to you. <laughs> <laughs> I've but like, have you ever had one of those bulbs that um, so the the kind of the thing comes off, you know, the nozzle pops out and you can fill it up from like. Do you know what I mean? The yeah, no, that's yeah, that yeah. Not most just of, a no, no, it's most yeah. of them. Yeah, so the nozzle pops out, whatever. But so I'm douching in this public toilet um, in Mexico because we're at like a, a fucking pool party, and um, so I squirt this big douche up my ass, but the, the bulb or whatever. It was quite a big one, and so I go to pull it out my ass, and it doesn't. The nozzle doesn't come out, but the um, the bulb comes off. Um, so basically I've got a direct line to my insides from this thing and it just starts flowing out like a fucking tap and it's going all over the floor and I'm oh, in this right, public the bathroom still yes. come out, yeah. the water's just coming out because it's literally got a direct fucking like nozzle up in there and it's coming out and I'm like what the fuck is happening because I've got this bulb in my hand and I'm drunk as fuck so I'm like falling all over the place slipping on my own fucking douche water and then the poor fucking guy that came in after me it was not a pretty sight to be fair right so two things would you always douche before you went on a night out not always but it depends where I'm going but yeah I, I do find douching before I go out I like even if I'm not 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 having sex or I don't plan on having any sex. I love to douche before I go out. Do you? Yeah, because I just feel like when I'm drunk and whatever, and I just feel like, what if someone wants to eat my ass or something? Do you know what I mean? You just said you're not planning on having sex. Yeah, I'm not sex. planning, but you know, oh. it happens most of the time. <laughs> um, and when I go out to feel it, I am a total slag. Total slag. Not anymore because I'm dating someone. Um, mm. But, you know, when I used to go out, oh my God. I just like get a bit, little bit drunk and I'm just like everyone. I look at everyone. I'm like, I want to know what your dick looks like. Yeah. And I curiosity. Look, and I'm just like, as soon as I get drunk, I'm a fucking predator, like absolute predator. Yeah. Like I will literally just, <laughs> I will just go up directly up to people and I'll be like, get in the bathroom. I want to suck your dick. And that is it. Like there's no flirting. There's no like, you know, sure, courting, sure. nothing, not even buying the cunts a drink. Well, no, that's, that that is quite far. You flirt first before you bought someone a drink. No, you suck the dick first, and then maybe if they <laughs> if they've got a big enough one or they're good enough, then I'll be like, oh, I'll buy you a drink, mate. Okay. <laughs> right. Another thing I wanted to ask you quickly about just douches. Have you ever had the ones that they're like that long and they're like that fat? Oh, why would anyone have that? I have no <gasps> idea. Oh, so I I think they're for like fisty fisty cuffs. But basically, because, so, you know, John Thomas, porn, mm, porn actor, mm -hmm. um, he does like fisting and stuff. And I saw one of his douches once and it was like the thing out of the alien that comes out the stomach. Do you yeah, know I mean? yeah, yeah. It was fucking terrifyingly long. And I thought, where that? where is that going? Yeah, I mean? and also like, why is it so I feel like if I did that, come wild. out of my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that, but... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this couple had one at their house once and then they gave it to me and I was like, I couldn't even get it in. But um... I'll tell you about the first time I ever douched, which was actually when I first got on a porn set because I didn't even know about douching until I got on a porn set. Nobody teaches Nobody you. Nobody teaches you. Nobody told me. And I was just I was just getting railed by all these men, totally just shit in my ass. 
And I didn't know. I thought that was just the way it was. And all these men were probably like, they were old men. So they're probably thinking, oh, I've got a dirty bottom. And I'm like, none the wiser, this 21 year old. Like, oh yeah, fucking stick it in me. <laughs> um, not that you have to do, sure, whatever. But like, you know, I feel like people... You, that is the way it is you have to do do you know what I mean yeah well that's kind of what I'm saying I feel like people more our generation I didn't learn until I was 20 yeah so, so you, you still had like two years of having sex with people where you just didn't really know exactly you were just like chancing it every single time so I didn't know and the director of the company was like right you need uh, he was like you need you need, you need to douche and stuff like he was basically knew I was like a novice and I was like what the fuck is a douche so I googled it and um, and then I went on Amazon and typed in a douche, right? But I mean, this was like eight years ago, right? So I don't feel like there was wide like bulbs available. Wait, how old are you? 29. Oh, okay. So um, basically, I bought what I thought was a douche. And I guess in some sense, it like is a douche. And it's, but basically, I got there and I unpacked this fucking douche. And it, I'm not joking. It was like an IV drip. You know, like it was this bag which you fill up with water and it has a long hose what which goes fuck? to like a douching nozzle. Okay. And then it has a little turn on and turn off tap. You have to fill this bag. You have to hang it up high. And then I was like trying to... That and, actually just sounds like an IV. Yes, but like an IV for your butt. And I was so like, oh, this is the way you douche. And I'm not joking. So Adam Killian, do you know Adam Killian? He's like a very... I know that name, definitely. Very famous porn star. He doesn't like... He's from the Titan kind of Francois Cigar era, like of when porn was in his golden days. Um, anyway, he was on set and he like accidentally walked into the bathroom while I was doing the, like squatting with this fucking holding this bag up with this thing shoved oh my up my God. ass and this hose directly to it. And he, he was like, what the fuck are you doing? And I was like, what, I'm douching? He was like, he, he goes, baby, that's not how you douche. <laughs> and he was like, and he literally just ripped the head off this shower hose. And he was like, shove this up your ass. And then, and that's how you do it. And he literally, he actually like shoved it up his own ass. And then to, like, show, you. to show me. Yeah. And I was that's like, how I got taught. Yeah. yeah. And I had like a random stranger in a club show me wow not at the club obviously <laughs> at the club no yeah like back at his house afterwards mm. yeah it was the most disgusting thing i'd ever seen yeah and when you first start doing it because obviously I, f I feel like you just don't understand like and then you're just shitting out like shitty water everywhere and you're just like is this for real like is this what we do is this going to be my life from now on yeah, I mean, even like when you get used to it, I'm like, you kind of adapt to being like, okay, yeah, that's mine. Yeah. <laughs> but then when he did it and it was somebody else's, in my head, oh, yeah. like when I replay it back in my head, it reminds me of like the simple life when they were like asking her to milk a cow. Yes. And I was just like, oh. <laughs> I mean, I was quite lucky because. Adam was obviously fully douche before he showed me. Sure, yeah. So it was just water. Yeah, but yeah. I couldn't imagine like watching someone else douche. Yeah, with like nuggets and everything, <gasps> not just the water. It no. was a lot. What I find really disgusting, um, yeah, is other people's. You know, <laughs> you know, you just like. <laughs> I don't know a lot of sets and stuff that I've been on. Like you go and you're taking a shower, or whatever, and you just see the tiny little grains of poop, like just you know around the shower the tiny little nuggets that they haven't you know washed down the drain i'm just like oh 
you're fucking gross, mate. Give the shower a wash before you leave. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, this conversation is actually gross. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, it's gross, but it is genuinely just gay life. Like, you know, a lot of people, you go to, you'd go to a chill out and like, you know, there's been about 10 people douching in that shower. There's going to be fucking nuggets scattered all over the place. Who? Not me at a chill out. There's plenty of people. In this economy. In this economy. No. Okay, but we are actually veering off our topic, oh, I mean, which is quite oh, standard. When are we not? Yeah. So, yeah, you're, you're obviously bottoms. I kind of agree with you that bottoms have it tougher because they have a lot more work to do prep. But what some people had argued about in this article, which was on queer tea, mm-hmm. the bottoms work is prep. Whereas when it comes to the sex, like mm. the bottom half the time is just laying there. Whereas the top is the one that's doing all the physical action. Mm, I don't know about that. Well, obviously, it depends like what position depends you're what in. A- how active the bottom is, really. In Because, I mean, you could you could be a top and a bottom could literally... You, you could just sit there and the bottom could do the entire thing. Well, that's what I mean. If the top is laying down and the bottom's on top, then... I mean, if you're a lazy bottom, then yeah, you know, the bottom doesn't have any work to do, really. But, you know, I mean, the, the bottoming I do, I'll tell you what, it's fucking work. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Olympics. Yeah, the Olympics are fucking bottoming. bottoming. I mean, tell you what. Yeah, I just also think, do you think there's like too much... Like, I know some of the top, the, or the men in the tops were talking about the pressure of them kind of to stay hard in the situation. Mm. Do you think there's too much pressure on bottoms to be clean? Yes, definitely. I feel like there's a lot of pressure. And I feel like it's just insecurity as well. Like you don't want to fucking shit on someone's dick, do you? And yeah. It's just that it's, it's, it's kind of like terrifying. Also, so the pressure comes from you or it comes from them? I don't feel like it comes from other people. Mm. Um, because... No one messages you like, oh, yeah, I'm going to come around and fuck you. Make sure you're fucking clean, you little bitch. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I feel like it's the pressure you give yourself because I generally feel like I've only had an accident a couple of times, but I feel like everyone's been really nice about it. And they're like, oh, yeah, you know, uh, everyone. And every time someone has an accident on my dick, which is quite often, to be fair, because I kind of penetrate the second hole, um, which I'm always just like, oh, mate. Like I'm shoving my dick in your in a fucking shithole. Like of yeah, course, yeah. What's, there's going to be happen, shit on it yeah. sometimes. So I'm like, don't worry about it. You just got to try and make him feel as comfortable as possible. With yeah, him. for sure. Yeah, because it like I always just I'm like shit happens literally. But do you if it's part way through would you carry on? Yes. Yeah. 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 To be honest, so as a top, I I do this, you know, more often than not. Like if I'm fucking someone, and I'm thinking I can tell already that they're a little bit mm, gruesome down there like after fucking them for a while you know and you just right i know that they're not clean and if i pull out it's gonna be a mess sometimes so you I can do, tell straight away yeah yeah but what i'd usually do i don't change position i'll like try and just keep it under wraps because i feel like why embarrass them in the middle of the session when you can just you can finish and you know let them finish and then be like oh shit, it was a bit shitty. Now we go shower, it's all done with. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, why yeah, why yeah. get up and be like, oh my God, you're dirty. Go clean up, wait there for fucking what? 10, 15 minutes, beating your meat around. Like, what's the point? Just, yeah, just for sure. Just try and finish it without embarrassing them. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, if it's if it's a case where you can, if it's yeah. not like already messy. Yeah. You know, sometimes it's... Sometimes it's literal lava. <laughs> <laughs> Why do we always end up on talking about shit on this show? <laughs> 
top and bottom labels are so much more present now mm-hmm. compared to when I was growing up. When I was like 18, 19, nobody asked me if I was top or bottom mm-hmm. ever. You would just meet a guy and then that's when you went back together, you would kind of figure it out. Yeah, I feel like that when I was younger, that used to happen. I never It's ever because of apps, question, no? Yeah. I think so, yeah. We've kind of made a culture of it, haven't we? Like mm-hmm. top bottom culture. Is that um, a good thing? I don't think it necessarily is a good thing, to be honest, because I feel like top culture is very toxic. You know, there's all these like, oh, total top, like, don't message me if you're a if you're um a top. Do you know what I mean? And you're just like, oh, fucking get get a grip. Ugh. I do think it can be restrictive for some people. Mm. I think some people give themselves the label and then don't allow themselves to venture anymore outside of that. Yeah, but I also think it works well for some people. Like there are some people who have tried to do the other position and that is just the label that identifies for them and it makes it easier for them to find people who they're compatible with. Mm -hmm. But yeah, at the same time, I don't know, it was just, there was just something a little bit more and I don't know whether it was because you weren't meeting them through an app, but there was something a bit more exciting about not knowing what a guy's dick looked like when you met him in the club mm, and yeah. not knowing what position he was. And then... Or disappointing. <laughs> well, I mean, the thing is, you never, I never really like got back to somebody's flat. And then it was really... I'm trying to think of a time if I ever went back to somebody's flat and it was a kind of case of where the sex just didn't happen because we were sexually incompatible. Somebody was always... I feel like you would always make it work. Somebody was always yeah. malleable. Mm. Like, yeah. Yeah, I feel like we we kind of marginalise it too much now, you know? And people are less likely. Yeah, I, as you say, like, you, you kind of get into your role. You know, I feel like people feel embarrassed to come out of that role. Do you know what I mean? Like, if someone's market... Like, if someone's, like, a total top and they, you know, didn't really enjoy it, but they've labelled themselves for so long and people know them of to be that and they've got it kind of of got it into their heads i feel like they're less likely to want to kind of break out of that and well yeah if it's a top going to a bottom yeah but also yeah what you said about experimentation is right because you've done what you're comfortable with Mm. and then now that you have the label it's you want to try and experiment doing the other thing but you're only really conversing with guys that or generally, if you're, if it's people that you've met on Grindr, it's people that you've just met and it's like well if you're somebody who's mainly a bottom how do you experiment in a safe space, so yeah. to speak, to top yeah. and vice versa. Mm, that's it. Um, and it's something that people get stuck in. One other thing that was actually, it was in the Reddit forum, which was where this article originally came from, that somebody said, which actually made me laugh so much, <laughs> was that they were talking about the prep and everything and they said, well, bottoms actually have to go to the gym to get their bum to look good. Yeah. And then they're like, tops, you're just born with whatever dick you have. So like, <laughs> you don't have to go to the gym for your dick. <laughs> Yeah, but I've seen some absolutely skeletal um, twinks before who are bottoms. So I don't feel like that's true. Do you know what I mean? You could just be like a, a shitty bottom too. There's people you that are just reckless. You could be a flat bottom. I've, you know, oh God, I've fucked some guys who are literally just like a plank of wood. Just, you know, mm. no ass whatsoever. And it's like literally just like fucking ramming yourself against a, a microwave. But this was, <laughs> you got paid for this, right? I presume. <laughs> Yep. (laughs) Okay, fine. (laughs) Okay, we're going to have to move on and do our confessions from the show. Bring it on. Oh my God, you know what? I was reading them earlier and I was thinking some of these could be better. And then you go back a few hours later to check and people have like really amped it up. You should Um, post that, like do better. (laughs) I mean, so when I do do my show in Clapham, uh, 
like when I do my show at the Arch, mm-hmm. the stand-up comedy show, we have a segment with the confessions in, and I use confessions from this show mm-hmm. to give them an uh, like an idea of what we expect from them, yeah. and then they all get pe- forms to fill out, mm-hmm. and then we read through theirs. And the last one, I was like, look, every I was like, every week it's just shit, shit, shit. I was like, just do better, guys, <laughs> and they really did. <laughs> And actually, there was one that I wanted to read out who was, she. the girl ended up winning that night. Yeah. And her confession was, uh, his braces got caught on my vagina. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. Oh, well, uh, <laughs> and this girl was oh. literally like, I don't have any confessions. I don't have any confessions. And I was like, you must have had something embarrassing happen to you in bed. And then she ended up writing that and then she won it. <laughs> That's fucking oh. Feral. <laughs> yeah, it just makes me like. <laughs> oh, makes my vagina wince. Somebody said, burnt his dick on a bottle of poppers when I dropped it on him. Oh my God. I dropped a bottle of poppers down someone's fucking nostril. They had their head. Oh my God. They had their head like. Uh, Upside you, down. Yeah, and I was like fucking them. Uh, and I. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, and I put it under his nose and like. It dropped oh. and then like tipped up and no, it went I'm down sorry. the back of his throat. I I can't even cope. Poor bloke. That's yeah. That's almost worse. He's dead now. I'm joking. Oh. <laughs> Imagine. That's almost worse than a vagina story. Like the idea of poppers going into my brain. Oh yeah. Imagine. I don't like them. Do you like them? I do enjoy them sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I, I don't, don't like really huff like them all them. the way. Do you know what? I don't enjoy poppers when I'm having sex. I enjoy poppers when I'm just wanking on my own. Oh, okay. That's yeah. interesting. Because I really enjoy sex and like really love it and like b- that building up and building up and building up. And when you finally release, it's like great. But when you're just wanking for like literally like 60 seconds, like you never really, I never really get like a good orgasm. Like it's ne- never really amazing. But if I huff mm. some poppers and then come, the, the orgasm is like better. Crazy. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. So, yeah. That's interesting. Um, This guy said that he was shagging a priest when his wife came home. <laughs> Fucking priest. Are priests allowed to get married? No. Oh, they're allowed to get married, but they're not. I don't feel like they're allowed to have sex before marriage, maybe? Well, they were married, so. Oh, but I guess not allowed to have sex with someone. Oh, yeah, of course yeah, not. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, uh, this guy said that he catfished a snarky twink, made him my sub, and then took him to a glory hole and everyone used him after I did. <laughs> uh, I mean, sounds like he got just what he deserved. Well, like, snarky little cunt. Yeah, but what is snarky? <laughs> I think he just means like a, a little bitchy twink. Like but, thought they were yeah, too nice. No, I, do you know what? I think it's probably this this bitchy twink has been like mean to him, nasty to him on Grindr, his, to his actual profile. Then he's made a catfish profile. Then like lured him in. Oh my mean? god! That sounds really predatory. Actually, don't do that. That sounds that, that sounds a bit like serial. It sounded predatory. First of all, uh, when I first read it out, but actually, it also sounded really similar to this other confession that we had about this guy who catfished somebody. <laughs> yeah, catfishing is not cool. Really, isn't like. Have you ever been catfished? Oh yeah, quite a few times. What happened? So before I moved to London, started speaking to this guy on, I think on Grindr or Instagram or something. And then I was speaking to him for ages, right? And he was like, oh, when, when you get to London, I'll be your PT. And like, we can, you know, I'll, I'll, um, we can like gym session together all the time and it'll be great. And I was like, really like liking this guy. We'd never met. And then I'm, you know, finally moved to London and now I was like, oh yeah, like 
when do you want to meet? And he was like, oh, let's meet this Thursday. I was like, okay. And then Thursday come around, I messaged him and it was like one tick and I was like, not being delivered. I messaged him over and over and over again. And then I went on his social media, couldn't find it. And he had like blocked me from everything. And then it, I was just like, I've been speaking to him for like four months and it, it was just so, it's, it's kind of mind boggling because you're like, did I do something wrong? Is this person not even real? Like, or is it a real person? Or maybe they have a boyfriend or do you know what I mean? Or maybe they just got scared. Yeah, like, you got know. ghosted. You didn't yeah. get catfished. <laughs> yeah, but like, no, but was it a real person? That's the thing. I don't know. It might not have been. Mm. But I would say that to classify it as a catfish, it would have to be that you turned up and they were not yes, who they Yes, but that has yeah. happened to me a few times, right? So this guy messaged me and he like sent me all these pictures and he was like this beautiful like guy. And the funny thing was when he turned up, he was actually like just an ugly, like kind of an uglier version of this guy he picked okay, yeah. he picked the guy very well obviously because it kind of looked similar to him so it wasn't like face tune no 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 it wasn't anything like that he literally just used a different person but this person actually looked quite similar to him but just really gorgeous version of him okay sure and then he turned up and it was like i went into fucking louis vuitton for louis vuitton bag and they sold me a fucking the fake one the fake one yeah like, or like literally just like you know, Waitrose and fucking Walmart. Like, it's just, I was just like, oh, wow, you literally are the Walmart version. But I gave him a pity fuck because I didn't, well, I actually was like too embarrassed to just say, you ain't that guy. Well, yeah, that's like, how old are you? I mean, this was literally like a year and a half ago. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but do you know what? That definitely happens when you're younger, for sure. I yeah. gave people pity fucks because they'd put me in an uncomfortable situation. I didn't mm. want to say no. Yeah. Mm. I'm just kind of yeah I think also I didn't want to like hurt his feelings as well because imagine how scary that is for him I know he's like a fucking catfish and you know they shouldn't have rights but it's probably scary for him like am I gonna go to the door and get like but I mean it put himself in that position I guess but I just felt like oh definitely oh. no like, oh. sympathy from I me I mean he ain't that bad I'll give him a fuck so <laughs> this other person which is just sounds so similar says I have two grinder profiles, one with my face and info, one blank. I live in a small city where there are so many closets and straight by men on grinders that there are more blank profiles than faces and lots of guys into a non slash masked mates. Mm -hmm. So I hook up regularly through my main profile, but I have the second profile discreet by with guys that don't respond to his main profile with the picture, <laughs> wow. but then message them to the one without the picture and hook up with them with a mask on. Mm. He says, on one hand, I feel like a catfish, but figure if they're willing to have sex with guys who they don't know who they are, they have to expect it. I mean, it's anon, so it's not really, you're not really catfishing anyone because you're anonymous anyway. Yeah, I guess. yeah, unless, sure. unless he's like giving them like, unless he's giving them pictures of someone with an amazing body and he's actually just like really like totally different to that. Do you know what I mean? Unless he's catfishing his body, like, if his body's just similar, I guess. It's... I just feel like this is like a mouth situation. Yeah, and, you know, you, you're you basically just a hole, aren't you? You're not fucking anyone. You're That's fucking what I mean. a hole. And they're, they're, they're turning like they're up even... to fuck a hole. Do you even think they're fucking him? I feel like they're... No, they're the... fucking a, a sex toy because he's wearing a mask. Like, he's, they're fucking an object. Do you know what I mean? Because, like... I get what you mean, yeah, but, I mean, do you even feel like they're having full sex? I feel like it's just more like a glory hole, mask, yeah, mouth hole situation like you still fuck people in a glory hole yeah but i just feel like it's i don't know maybe it's not yeah. a mouth thing but mm. i i would never somebody's mouth you can't see the face is one thing mm. fucking somebody who you just don't know who it is i do i do, I do that often do you yeah there, when i lived in clapham there was this glory hole 
guy on um, Grinder, and I used to fuck him all the time. Like when I was really horny, I couldn't be bothered to like you know go through the whole rigmarole of like finding someone on Grinder and like exchanging shit. I knew that there was just a hole for me to fuck. Yeah, and it literally was a hole in of this fucking wooden door in his house. And any time he was like available all the time. And I was just like, I just need to fuck something that's not my hand. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I need it right now. So I, he was just very convenient. Never saw his face or anything. I mean, a glory hole in your house, that is commitment. Yeah, it is commitment. He had like one of these like makeshift kind of ones that you like slide under your bed, but you like pop it in your door. Like, <sighs> so funny. This one is just even worse. I put a spy cam in my bathroom just to see my cousin's dick. <laughs> Fucking cousin, man. But was it your first, second or third cousin? <laughs> That's what I want to know. <sighs> I mean, I'd put a spy cam in the gym showers for some people, to be honest. You would or you have? I would. No, I have. No, that's very wrong. I wouldn't ever do it, but I mean like... There was one at ASOS, wasn't there? Do you remember that one? <gasps> no. Yeah, what? there was one in ASOS and then the boy got found out. Really? Yeah. And then I um, I, re I write the story up and then he messaged me on Facebook being like, can you take the article down? I was like, can you not put a fucking spy cam on your co work colleagues? <laughs> wow. That's... He definitely had one in mind, I feel, or a couple yeah, in mind no, when you did that. Of course, you can't do that. that just for randoms. Like you have someone in mind and you're like, I need to see that person. For dick, sure. You know what I mean? That's so desperate. Desperation. Okay. My boyfriend bred me in the toilet. Oh my God. Sometimes I just have to question if these are even real. My boyfriend bred me in the toilet while I was an inpatient, so I presume this was at hospital, and then he said and the nurse bred me once he'd gone home. Oh, I was going to say I've done that, but not the nurse breeding me as well, because that, because um, <laughs> the nurse was um, a lovely lady. <laughs> but I have, when I was an inpatient... Um, but this uh, thing you had your nose done though? No, this, oh, base, oh, so I thought... <laughs> <laughs> so the surgeon's assistant when i have a nose done i fucked him did you yeah dead yeah he, he literally took me out dead. the day after i had my nose job <laughs> blind drunk and then we fucked yeah um but no this was like when i had um had a lump removed he's so flouncy sorry <laughs> he's so flouncy yeah so yeah i was um getting a lump removed and the guy that i was just a guy that I fuck often. He was like by the hospital and he was like, oh, you are you look close. Like, uh, what are you doing around this area? And I was like, oh, I've just had an operation. And he was like, oh, I'll come visit you. He gave me some grapes and fuck me in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> this is too much. Mm. Um, okay, last one. Cock blocked my mate and her boyfriend. So the boyfriend face fucked me the next morning in revenge. I feel like that's made up. <laughs> A grinder hookup said he could host as my boyfriend was home. He took me to Penterville Prison to use the cell. <laughs> Is that an abandoned prison or something? What the fuck? Because I want to do that. <laughs> How can you be like, I know a place? <laughs> and then <laughs> and I'm going to have to Google this just to see. Is it like abandoned? Because I want to go there right now and get do the same thing. I mean, that would be quite hot, actually. An old prison cell. Yeah. Okay, let's pick a winner. Okay, we have, just to round up, we have braces caught in the vagina. <laughs> I feel like that's such a winner. Bra <laughs> <laughs> braces caught in the vagina, had sex with the priest, burnt dick with the poppers, 
the two catfishes and the camera, the spy cam in the bathroom for the cousin. That is a bit of a wild one, Feral. And the <laughs> and the toilet, the inpatient toilet with the nurse one and the prison one. The nurse one's quite hot. I'd I'd definitely do that if the nurse was hot. But that's I just feel like that's a little bit immoral because he had a boyfriend. So the boyfriend went home and then the nurse fucked him unless the relationship was open. Fuck his boyfriend. Yeah, I know, but I'm like, am I really going to like reward people for cheating? Like it's a fabulous yes. confession <laughs> and they're getting the clout of being on the show. No, I think even the vagina's got to win. It has to win. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that's too too traumatic not for her to win. She got a, a double win. And she can have a double win. I'll, I'll message her on um, Instagram and see if she wants a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> a t-shirt i got my vagina stuck in my boyfriend's braces t-shirt no just a cocktails and confessions oh, okay. official <laughs> official t-shirt um limited edition oh yeah all right well thanks for joining me on the slag special you're always welcome I'm at Jalay Slays. Your Instagram is Josh Moore Official. And the show is at Cocktails Confessions. Guys, thanks for tuning in, and we will speak to you next week. Never give up being a slag. <laughs> is that the advice you want to leave them on? Yes. Absolutely. Or was that to me? No, that was to everyone. Oh, okay. The world. Okay, fine. <laughs>